0: Hi, I'm Heidi Hope. Welcome to the She's Gone Free podcast, a show where I share my story as a creative entrepreneur and mother, my journey to a full heart, my often messy ADHD artist brain, and the stories, hearts, and minds of other incredible women who have healed, found joy, and stepped into their greatness to live a life on fire with purpose. You have found this podcast because you are ready to walk this path too. And I'm so glad you're here. Promise me you'll never again settle for anything less than fire, that which lights you up and burns away everything that is no longer meant for you. Fire transforms and it sets you free. Hey guys, happy November. So today's podcast, I wanted to focus on gratitude and the practice of gratitude and how we can weave gratitude in our everyday lives because here in the U.S. November is the month of gratitude. It is the month of our Thanksgiving celebration and I've done some stuff at home to really celebrate the season with the kids before heading into the rush of the holiday season of December and there are practices that um, I love doing as a family with children and kind of bringing their attention and their consciousness towards gratitude. But also gratitude has become a daily practice for me. And the reason why I started incorporating it into my daily practice is because so many brilliant people, artists and entrepreneurs and the great minds that I love to study have pointed to a daily gratitude practice as a way to bring more abundance into their lives and more mindfulness into their lives. So I'll just start you with a quote from Eckhart Tolle, which is acknowledging the good that you already have in your life is the foundation for all abundance. I love that. A study in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology found that people who wrote about their gratitude over a period of time showed greater signs of emotional well-being compared to people who wrote about negative or neutral life events. People that you may have heard of before, like Ariana Huffington, Tony Robbins, and Oprah Winfrey all agree that success in life starts with acknowledging the abundance of what you already have. We all have things in our lives that we can be grateful for, but the tendency of our brain, just the way that our brains are made up, the tendency of our brain is to focus on fear-based thought. It's to focus on protective thoughts. Um because our brain is designed to just keep us safe. That is like the primary object of all of our thinking is to keep us safe. So we develop these coping mechanisms throughout childhood in an effort to protect ourselves. We develop limiting beliefs and we develop fear-based thought patterns and we inherit um, whatever has been passed down to us within our cultural conditioning, within our family conditioning, within the conditioning that we learn at school and there's just I mean, I think studies show about 85% of that is pretty negative-based thinking. And most of it is the same thoughts that we thought the day before. So because our brains have such a bias towards negativity and towards self-criticism and towards fear-based thoughts, it's so important if we want to be happy to practice happy thoughts. And gratitude is one of the happiest thoughts that you can practice. And today I'll talk about why it's such a powerful emotion. So anyone who has success in life um, usually can point towards a gratitude practice as a key element of what has gotten them there. Whether they formally practice that or not and if you ever start getting into studying manifestation or uh, the secret or the laws of abundance they're all saying the same thing and that is that gratitude is a really powerful emotion to practice regularly if you want to draw opportunity into your life if you want to draw abundance into your life. And why is that? Why is that? Well, when we experience an emotion, any emotion. Um, we have kind of an energetic frequency that's associated with that emotion because we are energetic beings. We are all made of energy at, at the core of everything in the physical world. There is no, there, I think it's Einstein that said, there is no matter, that even at, that matter is energy. So anything that's a physical form, if you look at it down to its smallest component, it is energy within. And so our human bodies are no different. And when we feel different emotions, each emotion has a different energetic frequency. There are kind of the fear-based emotions of the ego, and a lot of those are lower-level frequencies when measured. And then the emotions of like love and joy and peace and, yes, gratitude, all have higher frequencies to them. If we want to go through life feeling those higher frequencies, feeling frankly, better because the low level frequencies are not, they're they're usually uncomfortable for us to feel. So if we want to go through life feeling better, we have to practice feeling better all the time, right? When your body feels gratitude, when you trigger gratitude through a practice of gratitude, and you can really feel it in your heart center, your energetic frequency is raised and your brain and your body gets the signal physiologically to release certain chemi- a certain chemical combination. Let's just say every emotion within your body has a, as a corresponding chemical release within your brain, right? And so our thoughts tell our body what to feel and then an emotion is released. And then from that emotion, we physically as a body have certain chemical reactions that happen within our body. So it starts with a thought, then it's the emotion, and then it is how our bodies actually physically respond. So if we want to get in the habit of feeling good and feeling gratitude, we have to practice every single day feeling that elevated emotion so that our body produces the physiological response that we want, right? And as we do that, we begin to change the energy of our bodies. Um, And gratitude, if you look at the emotional frequency scale, which is just sort of like where different um, where different emotions fall on their frequency level, the lowest frequency is usually shame or guilt, um, followed by things that shame and guilt trigger like anger um, or jealousy or fear-based thoughts. And then as you go up the emotional frequency scale, there's sort of the neutral emotions of acceptance. And then as you get into the higher frequencies, it's things like love, joy, and gratitude. And gratitude often measures just under the frequency of enlightenment, which is kind of cool. So gratitude is basically telling our body, when we practice it, it is telling our body, this has already happened. So if I think about a future event, and this is why it's really powerful in the process of manifestation, if I think about a future event over and over again, say through a daily practice, and we're, we're, I'm going to get into daily morning routine with you guys on, a, on another podcast too, but in your morning when you're at your most energetic, when you first wake up, it's great to be able to immediately start your day bringing the energy level of your body up to an elevated emotional state like gratitude so through some sort of formal practice we can envision what we want for ourselves in the future we can envision the life of our highest and best self we can envision what our goals we can envision achieving our goals right and then we can try to trigger the feeling of gratitude, like how would I feel if this had already happened? How am I gonna feel when I get there? How am I gonna feel when I accomplish this goal? And then it's basically rehearsing within your body how you're going to feel when you do get there, when you do get there one day. A lot of uh, Olympic athletes, professional athletes, um, rehearse and visualize What they want to achieve. They rehearse getting the gold medal. They rehearse, you know, winning the game. And by rehearsing it and feeling the feeling that you're going to have when you accomplish it, it makes them that much more powerful when they actually hit the field, when they're ready to perform. Studies have shown, scientific studies have shown, that when we rehearse the emotion, when we can like visualize in our mind and rehearse the emotion of what it will feel like to accomplish a goal, we're much more likely to actually accomplish that goal. That our bodies actually physically respond to our thoughts and our emotions. They, they respond with a certain chemical reaction to any of our thoughts and emotions. So if we are living our life where 85% of our thoughts... Are these protective fear-based thoughts of the ego thought system? If we're living in that 85% of the time, then we're building bodies essentially. Our cells are always turning over and they're always reacting to what's going on inside of us. We're building these bodies that are kind of entrenched in that rather than bodies that are um, feeling abundant, feeling healthful, feeling at peace, feeling joy. So by practicing elevated emotions like gratitude for example and we'll talk about some ways to do that today. We can actually start to change our biology. We can start to build a new body and a new life that is based on the repetition of our more positive elevated thoughts and so that's why stuff like affirmations you might be like oh that's so woo woo or whatever. but they really work because it's just, it's forming new mental habits is all you're doing. Your your mind is, your brain is just um, so conditioned and every thought that you have that you have every single day that's repetitive for you has formed a neural pathway in your brain. And so it's just, it's very habitual and repetitive. You have to be willing to disrupt that pattern to form new neural pathways. And as you practice your positivity or your gratitude practice, you retrain your brain to experience a new life. And as you retrain your brain, you actually start to draw to you energetically that which you desire, which could be greater abundance or anything, any goal that you have for yourself. Right? Right? So if we want to feel gratitude more often, we have to practice it. Now, gratitude and fear cannot coexist. So um, when I am feeling fear, instead of when I'm experiencing fear-based thoughts, I can take, I can use my gratitude practice to help shift me into a better feeling state. Because as soon as I start feeling gratitude, fear dissolves. Fear dissolves so a practice of mindfulness can be always when i feel overwhelmed when i feel anxiety when i feel depression when i feel any lower level emotion i can pull out my gratitude practice wherever it is and i can practice being grateful for something in that moment in that moment and i can immediately shift my consciousness out of the fear-based thinking so here are some simple ways to practice gratitude One would be to keep a gratitude journal. This is something Oprah does. I feel like I remember seeing this when I was in seventh grade and I would just always, oh, what, like, big deal. What's that going to do for you? Now I know the science behind why it works, which is because when we practice it, when we practice the gratitude thoughts and we practice feeling gratitude emotions within our heart center, gratitude usually comes from your heart center then we're actually changing our bodies and we're drawing to us the experiences that we wish to feel gratitude surrounding, right? Um, And so we can actually practice what we're grateful for in the now, even if we don't have what what we're seeking. We can practice being grateful for what we have now, and it just changes the emotional resonance of our body. So keeping a gratitude journal, this could be done first thing in the morning, like here's three things I'm grateful for today or three things I'm excited to do today. It could be done in the evening. It could be part of your planner. So my planner does have a spot for gratitude. And you'll notice by design, because it works, a lot of planners do have that um, gratitude area that you can fill out. You can make it a part of your morning routine, which it is for me. So, just writing down three things I'm thankful for every morning. Um, it could be from the day before if you don't do an evening routine. It could just be what you're looking forward to in that day that you're that you're grateful that you have in the day ahead. Um, But incorporating it in there, I incorporate also gratitude for future events that I'm excited about that haven't occurred yet. And so I practice actually kind of visualizing what I want to happen within my career, my business, my family, whatever. And I feel gratitude that it's on its way to me. I do believe that if it's on my heart, then it's already on its way to me. And so I practice there. You can practice throughout your day. So you could just take a little mini break or a mindfulness break and maybe read if you you could use a notes app like Evernote or something in your phone where you write down the things you're grateful for that day. And then you can refer you can check in with that midday and just be like, okay, I'm going to whatever I'm stressed out about work or whatever else is happening for me. I'm going to go back and check in on that gratitude, the things I'm grateful for today. Just just like realign me back with those more elevated states of emotion. Another fun practice is a gratitude jar. So this is something that I do with my kids every um, November. But honestly, I feel like we should do it all the time. And we, we do play a little game around the table, which I'll tell you about next. But the gratitude jar is a jar, and it doesn't have to be a fancy jar, any old jar will do, that we take out every November. So I actually store it with my Thanksgiving decorations. And um, every night at dinner, we have dinner together every night pretty much, unless we have a date night. Every night at dinner, we go around the table and everybody says something that they're thankful for and we just write it on a slip of paper. If your kids are too young to write, you can write it for them. You could have a big sibling help. And then we throw it into the gratitude jar. So we're just like adding to the jar. Then throughout the month, if anybody's having a down day or whatever, we'll pull out, um, we'll just pull out the slips of paper. We also write the name, the kids' names and ages on each thing. So it's really fun because we've done this for years now and we can go back and see like, oh my gosh, this is when Juliana was, you know, three and a half years old and she was excited about meeting her baby sister or just like what they say is young babies and toddlers is really so adorable and endearing and funny. And silly sometimes that it's a fun thing for even them to look back on because in a way they're they're looking back on some of the, the things that were so important to them that they loved and that they were grateful for in the past years and kids love seeing the old memories of themselves so. Um, That's been a really fun practice within our family and I encourage you guys to do it. There is also a book called The Gratitude Jar that's a really cute story to read with kids about a little girl who was having a bad day and then she walked around with her grandparents and had to like pick out all the things that she was grateful for. So this practice isn't just for adults. It's a great practice for kids too. When you are feeling down, when you are feeling upset, when you are feeling lower level energies, a simple shift to thinking about what you are grateful for can immediately make a change within your body, make you start feeling better. A lot of times the the thought does precede the emotion. So if I'm feeling really down, I think to myself like, what are the thoughts that are making me feel this way? and how can I shift those into a new perspective? And gratitude can help you make that shift. It can be a bridge for you. Another thing you can do is just a simple evening reflection where you ask yourself, what is the best thing that happened to me today? What is the best thing that happened to me today? Outside of the gratitude jar every November, we also play a game with the kids. One of my best friends from high school we used to play with us in, co- in college. We would all email each other when we were living far apart. And um, you basically, it's called high, low, high, and you talk about a high in your life, a low in your life, and then another high in your life, like a little happy sandwich there. Um, so for the kids, we do this a lot at dinner throughout the year, not just at gratitude season time um we ask them you know what was your high today what was your low what was your high and so they all go around the table and they say they we share with each other it's just a good way to spark conversation because a lot of times especially as your kids get older you're like how was today good what happened nothing so it's like tough to really get to their feelings and emotions where when they go and do high low high you can see like oh these were these these are the things to be thankful for today and here's something that wasn't great that I at least have the space to now talk with my family about. And it gives them a lot of like emotional resilience to be able to examine, like to be able to see like good and bad things happen all the time every day. That's really how the world works. Um, And so being able to talk and express those emotions, I think is so important for kids. I think as adults, many of us didn't grow up with that ability to be so open about our emotions and what we were experiencing and it's a really important factor for mental health so to be able to do that with your children is a great practice if you have them one of the women in my coaching program when we first started talking about a gratitude practice said you know i just i can't feel gratitude like when you ask me where do you feel gratitude within your body I'm just not feeling it like I, I know I have lots of good things in my life, but I also worked really hard for them. And so I, I feel, you know, a, a sense of pride, but not so much like like I just can't feel gratitude. I can think gratitude, but I don't feel it in my body. So gratitude, when I experience it, typically happens in my heart center. So in where your heart is, your, your energetic center there. And, um, and it is a feeling of love and thankfulness, right? And feeling blessed. If you think about what you're grateful for, but you're still not experiencing the emotion within your body, chances are there are other emotions that you're blocking as well. So I talk about this a lot when we do shadow work in the coaching program, but if you're not feeling the uncomfortable feelings, if you're not allowing yourself to feel pain or sadness or grief or shame, if there are things you're blocking yourself from feeling within the human experience that we all we all experience, these lower level emotions from time to time, if you are not willing to look at those things, if you are, have not allowed yourself to feel them, if you've been blocking them, you at the same time, you're blocking positive emotion. So if you look within and you feel that you can't feel anything positive, like any elevated emotions chances are there's something there that you're still blocking. And so when we when we block, even if we we have good intentions, we're trying we don't want to feel bad, so we're just trying to block feeling bad. Anytime we do that, we're also blocking our capacity to fully feel good. And so the joy and the love and the peace and the health and the abundance that we allow into our lives is also diminished. When we don't allow ourselves to feel the full experience of both our shadow and our light, of both our joy and our pain. If you're somebody who can't experience gratitude right now, a great question that you can ask yourself is, what is the thought that is keeping me from the experience of being grateful right now? What is the thought that is keeping me from gratitude right now? And when that thought comes to mind, ask yourself, is this thought trying to protect me somehow? Because usually our fear-based thoughts are, they are trying to protect us. Is the thought hiding something about yourself that you're still unwilling to look at or bring into consciousness that you don't want to be seen? Is that thought keeping you from experiencing some negative emotions, just kind of protecting you from feeling bad? So I gave you a lot of different ideas of how you can practice gratitude. Um, Try to, especially this month, incorporate into every single day. I know some women who do a daily gratitude post on social media, which is amazing, but it doesn't have to take a long time, nor do you have to try to match it up with photos. You really can just jot down a handful of things, three things, that made, you happy, that made you happiest that day. It could be at the end of the day. It could be something you do with your family or your spouse or not. It is a good conversation starter. So I love it in that sense, especially as your children get into like the tween years. It's so great to have some prompts of things to talk about at dinner. Um, it could just be private for you. You could do it every single morning when you wake up just as a way to bring your emotions up in the morning to, before you start your day. Um, And then, and take some time to reflect on them, intentionally reflect on things that are only positive because you, you spend, we do, we all do, okay, I'm not saying you, we all spend, we human beings, we all spend the predominant amount of thought energy, thought time on more negative feeling thoughts, on more fear-based thoughts, on more egotistical thoughts. And when we allow ourselves to shift out of those, even for a few minutes, even for two extra minutes a day, because the elevated emotions of gratitude, love, and, and, and feeling a sense of purpose and excitement, enthusiasm, inspiration, all of those higher level emotions, They're they're so much more powerful than all of our negative thought combined. Love is the most powerful thought system in the world. And so shifting even just for a few minutes from the constant repetitive thoughts of fear into one of those really powerful emotional states does wonders for our physiology, it does wonders for our mental health, it does wonders for our level of productivity, and trust me, I am somebody who has ADHD symptoms all, like all over the place. Um, and this practice, this mindset practice that includes my gratitude practice, every morning when I do my daily routine, and that's just a piece of it, has helped so much with productivity, with effectiveness, the amount of abundance for the amount of time spent within my business has gone like just wild. Like I work so much less now than I ever have before in my life. And I, the return for that amount of work is just so much greater. It's wild. So a lot of people think I don't have time for a practice like that. I don't have time for a gratitude practice, I, which everybody has two minutes. If you feel you don't have the time, I say this over and over again. I want you to open your phone up and go to your screen time app and see how much time you're spending on social media apps. Everybody has 2 or 3 minutes to incorporate these types of elevated emotions into their day. So start with something small, like I'm just going to write three things every morning that I'm grateful for and and see how your life begins to transform. See how your mood transforms. See how you can call on gratitude every time you feel yourself slipping into anxiety or depression or frustration or overwhelm or lack of focus or any other issues that you struggle with. See how taking a second, just a timeout, take a gratitude time out, and reread what you wrote for your what you're grateful for that day. Reflect on it for a minute. It can make you so much more powerful and productive and, and enthusiastic about your work. And our, our greatest work really does come th- from enthusiasm. It comes from inspiration. It comes from joy. And you know what? We all have responsibilities that we might not feel super joyful about. We might not feel super enthusiastic about. So we're not doing our best work. We're not doing our most productive work. If we can shift ourselves into gratitude in little, little increments during the day, think of that what that's doing for your energetic state and now how you can bring that up-leveled energy into the tasks that you don't really feel like doing. You can bring that sense of joy into any situation. You can be stuck in traffic. You can be frustrated with one of your kids. You can be about to lose your patience. But you have been practicing. You've been practicing another way of being. So for you to shift into it in those challenging moments, that's what mindfulness is about. Mindfulness is not about... Um, sitting in a cave and reaching enlightenment. Mindfulness is not about like when life is really good and peaceful, then I can finally set aside time to take care of myself, to take care of my brain, to take care of my body. Mindfulness is about practicing so that when you go into challenge, when you go into struggle, when you go into overwhelm, when you go into the insanity of the holidays, that you have given your brain and body this resiliency, this set point. You have raised your set point to a higher place, to a higher energetic place, to a more joyful place, to a more abundant place. And as you practice being that person who has so much to be grateful for, you draw more opportunities to be grateful to you because we attract the same. We, energy attracts, like attracts like. So whatever we practice being every day is what we draw into our experience. So this holiday season, Before all the madness starts, here in November, here in the month of gratitude, incorporate a gratitude daily practice. Make a commitment to incorporate a a daily practice. It can be so small. It can be such a baby step. It doesn't have to be a huge, you know, 20-minute journal every day. Just in some small way. Can you bring it into your life? Can you Give that gift to your children so that they can grow up with these awesome habits of practicing the life that they want for themselves too, of practicing shifting from negative feeling states to positive feeling states just through the power of your thought and emotion, just the power of your own thought and emotion, and practicing it so that it becomes a habit. And what we practice, we become. So... I want to hear what you're grateful for. I want to hear in the comments, what are you most grateful for this season? And will you be starting a gratitude practice? Do you already have a gratitude practice that has been working for you? What's your experience with doing this and is it something you're still doing now or is it something that mm, now's a good time of year to brush up on the practice? Wishing you a beautiful month ahead with so much to be grateful for. If you liked today's episode, subscribe to the channel and share it to inspire someone else today. You can rate and review this podcast so it reaches more ears. And of course, I always love your comments. Follow me on your favorite social media platforms at Heidi Hope, Photographer Rising, and She's Gone Free. Or visit HeidiHope.com to get on my insider list and hear about upcoming coaching and online learning opportunities. Thanks for listening.